Welcome to Every Game in the City, a podcast about 10 game makers, curators, and researchers who met up in Malaysia for a week to try and play every escape room in Kuala Lumpur. I'm Stephanie Bullock. I'm Goldie Bartlett. I'm Jay Biddle. I'm Laura E. Hall. I'm Alexandra Lee. I'm Lee Shanglun. I'm Patrick Lemieux. I'm Amani Nassim. I'm Chad Toprak. And I'm Douglas Wilson. And today we're kicking off the podcast with a brief 10-minute prelude where we quickly summarize some of the who's, what's, and why's about playing escape rooms in Kuala Lumpur. Okay, so brief summary of what we're doing here on this trip. So uh, we're 10 game makers, curators, and researchers uh, gathered here in Malaysia to try to play every escape room. In. Or maybe more accurately, almost every escape almost room. every escape room <laughs> in Kuala Lumpur uh, in one intense week. Mm-hmm. But first, who are we? I'm Douglas Wilson. I'm Stephanie Bullock. And I'm Patrick Lemieux. First, I think it's worth talking about how did we get here? Why are we doing this? Why Malaysia? <laughs> Why so many escape rooms? Uh, so. I think a lot of this comes from uh, Shang Lun and his sister, who have lived both in Australia and uh, on and off in Malaysia, where their family is from. And uh, through uh, Shang Lun, we had known that Southeast Asia is this kind of active hub of escape rooms, um, especially in malls, where uh, they're kind of pretty visible uh, in that everyday mall life. Yeah, it seemed like if you wanted to learn about escape rooms, this would be one possible destination. Like, this would be a pin on your map. Like, I have to go here at some point. Especially since this, this is such a concentrated burst of escape rooms that by being in the city, um, you know, you have access to, which is, I think, different from most other cities in the world where there's only, like, a couple that are um, kind of peppered throughout the city. Right. Yeah, and so when you talk about a trip to Malaysia to play escape rooms, like, a lot of questions come to mind. Like, this could be a lot of different things. But maybe a good way to clarify, like, what we're actually doing here is saying what it's not. Yep. Like, what are we not doing yep. in Malaysia? And then maybe we'll get to what we are yep. actually doing after. Right, so even though, uh, you know, the, the ten of us were really interested in coming to uh, KL in order to play as many escape rooms as possible, we what we're not setting out to do is, for example, like, rate every escape room. You mean we're not writing the Lonely Planet <laughs> Kuala Lumpur escape room where we put stars on every room here? Yeah, yeah, or like Metacritic or <laughs> IGN.com. There will be no rating. 8 out of 10. Yeah, no, no. 8 out of 10. <laughs> yeah. um, this is not an interview project, right. so uh, right. that, that would be a super worthwhile sociological project talking to the people who make escape rooms. That is not this project. I think our group actually has an interest in that, like an active interest in that, but don't, not for this trip. Right? Yeah, like, yeah. We just it. don't, yeah. <laughs> and and I think also, importantly, this we're, we're also not just hanging out um, or doing a kind of travel log yeah. of our all of our experiences here. I think we want a little bit, hopefully, more useful, generalizable knowledge that's interesting. We're going to try. We're going to try, <laughs> but hopefully some takeaways that are interesting to people who aren't the 10 of us. Yeah, and as we're doing all these escape rooms, I think one impulse would be to try and like do a taxonomy or some kind of like categorization of what are the different types of escape rooms that exist. But we're not doing that. We're not doing like a big spreadsheet of categories like uh, haunted house escape rooms or blah blah right. escape rooms. Like we're not interested in the ontology of escape. Right. Rooms. We will. Right. We will talk about trends that we pick up yeah. on patterns, but we're not going to 
make a huge table that tries to lay it all out. I, I think it's because they're going to be specific to this place. Yeah. So it's yeah. not generalizable such that you could say these categories apply to San Francisco. There's no encyclopedia of escape rooms right. that will be coming out of this trip. Right. And, and related to that, we're okay, despite the name of the podcast, we're not and actually the and the hashtag. We're not actually trying to play every single one. We're not completionists, right? right. Uh, um, but maybe that takes us to what the trip actually is, what the yeah, project so actually is. <laughs> we've just said all the things that we're not doing. So what exactly are we doing here? Yeah. So if we're not kind of creating categories or interviewing or, or ratings, um, what is it, we're what is it that doing? we're actually doing? What's the and point? I think that what we were really, really um, kind of keen to do was actually come together as a, you know, a diverse and international group of game makers, game curators, game researchers, and to just see what happens when we play all of these games together in a kind of oversaturation situation. So it's really about playing the escape rooms in order to sort of reflect on our own personal experiences, on mm -hmm. the group dynamics that are going on, on all of the kind of highs and lows and the emotions, um, and, and just to let, it's basically a, a kind of weird social engineering experiment where we're trying to see what happens when we play a bunch of games together. So the focus isn't yeah. even going to be on the rooms themselves, but more yeah. on the, the things that happen more on the experience of play. Yeah, I think this is another note about specificity, right? Because right. it's not this that we're just talking or doing a diary, and it's not that we're just playing the escape rooms. It's some kind of mishmash or combination of those two. Yeah. Um, and maybe this brings us to the next point where, like, we need some tools or some methods to actually, like, do that work. Yeah, and in, in academic terms, you might say, like, what we're doing is a kind of group phenomenology. Mm -hmm. So talking through uh, our own... Uh, reflections uh, to hopefully get generative insights about escape rooms, about designs, about play, about site mm -hmm. specificity, uh, and all those topics. So, mm -hmm. uh, method. Uh, so, uh, a bunch of key things about what we're doing. So, first big thing that stands out, uh, the intensity of doing this in just seven days and doing so <laughs> many rooms in seven days. Uh, this kind of oversaturation and, and really what we're doing there is getting over the novelty right. of just doing escape rooms yeah, for the I first time. I don't think that this is about crunch or no. punishment or like, um, this is all everybody's consenting to do a bunch because we have a limited time together and we want to get to a point where we understand the differences yep. and the similarities and we start to make new experiences. Yep. And we have a broad range of escape room experience here where yeah. some of us are, you know, seasoned escape room players as well as uh, escape room designers. And then there's a, a pretty strong contingent that also have, you know, maybe played one or two or even no escape yeah. rooms. So getting pushing past the novelty yep. mm -hmm. and, and the point where everything is kind of exciting and fun in order to sort of see what happens when you can look at the escape room with eyes on focus. Yeah. And mm -hmm. when we have a sense of what's going on and the collective group dynamics that have been sort of sorted out after a few um, after after we've done a few rooms, is really exciting to us. I want to know what's going to happen. What happens on day six when we've all played right. like thirty right. escape yeah. rooms? You would rather die than play another <laughs> escape room. Well, not not really, but what actually stands out 
to us right. um, so, at that point. Yeah, one thing that I think is definitely going to emerge in this process is a kind of like group culture or group etiquette. And I think that it's safe to say that we're not necessarily trying to win every room. Like our attitude isn't, this, this goes with the completionism thing. Like we don't have right. to solve every puzzle we're in not a given running. room. Uh, I think the goal is to bring out um, some kind of character between this place and these types of spaces and us. Yeah. And that etiquette um, is also going to be explored in other ways. Yep. Like mm -hmm. uh, maybe we can talk about recordings and podcasts and stuff like that. Yep. Right. So I think that one of the features that we're going to be doing that might be that might be a little bit different from the standard way most people play uh, escape rooms is that we're actually going to have someone in the room who's narrating our experience of play <laughs> yep. and kind of recording what happens. Yeah. And um, this isn't like, this isn't a kind of corporate espionage, right? right. We're not taking photos. We're or not, video. we're not really interested in the rooms themselves and, and like capturing the, the puzzle dynamics. What we're interested in doing is capturing the social dynamics um, and see, also just seeing what happens when it's not just like us in a room doing something together, but there's actually someone who's also simultaneously observing and reflecting and reflecting live. in the moment. Yeah. Right. So these kind of extemporaneous, spontaneous um, assessments, uh, it's almost like esports commentary yeah. or something that we're going to try to do. And um, audio recording to me is really nice because you also get uh, unlike, let's say, written notes, you hear the people in the back screaming or talking. That's what so we're that's hoping. A, yeah. it's oh, that's what happen. we're hoping. Yeah, we'll see. What <laughs> right. And I think, like, alongside these notes that we'll be doing, which I mean, from my perspective, it's just good, good uh, gameplay to like be narrating your experience as you're playing. But yeah. aside from these notes that will happen within the escape rooms, we're also going to continue to kind of discuss them and like think through them closely in a series of podcasts that will document our interpersonal dynamics um, and form, it will give us some kind of excuse to actually do the close reading and slow down and think carefully like through on um, a daily rhythm. Yes. Doing it every day. Yeah. And um, so one thing that's really cool about this is that the podcast format uh, and the types of etiquette that come up in a room as you're podcasting match a little bit the kinds of etiquette that you have to do in escape room. So it's it's a kind of yeah. <laughs> site-specific, um, medium-specific, and game-specific approach where we'll develop some tools and techniques together that will also be exhibited in the podcast, like how we talk to one Right, other. like there just aren't that many 10-person <laughs> podcasts, and that, that itself is kind of an escape room. Like, how do we juggle our communication methods to uh, both get hear from all 10 of us but not make it a jumbled mess. And it's going to be more than we'll, 10 we'll some days, We'll right? see if it emerges uh, as something more than a right. jumbled mess. Well, and, and to Patrick's point, um, at some point it will be more than 10 because one last key facet of the method uh, is inviting local perspectives, um, not just as an interview subject, but inviting um, some of our friends here who are local researchers in KL or game makers in KL to play with us and be part of the author team. Yeah. So we're going to have couple of guests throughout this week who are going to spend a day or a couple days playing with us who will join us for the podcasts um, as equals, as peers, as co-authors. So we have this mix of uh, both experienced and inexperienced, but also local and international and everything in between. Yeah. And so things that might come out of this, um, maybe the podcast is one of the things, maybe people will write about it maybe we'll make some rooms we don't know yeah um we'll just have to see where it goes but these are the tools we're going to use to 
try and play every escape room yep. in KL. <laughs> and I think in the same way we're interested in the kind of emergent properties of these escape rooms and what happens when we get together to just play as many as possible. We're, we, we're, we're, you know, we haven't yet made any decisions on what's going to happen at yep. the end of this all because we don't yet know. Yep. So this mm -hmm. is a mystery and we're about to embark on solving this mystery. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited too. I'm and I think also this might be a good time to say thank you, thank you, thank you to Shang Lun's uncle and mother and father for very, very generously opening up their beautiful apartments to all 10 of us who are <laughs> not just this. It's not kind just of absurd. Going, it's an escape yeah. room in and of itself. Like <laughs> right. The, 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 the sort of Tetris apartment. problem of how to cram together 10 of us into, into an apartment. Um, yeah. And, and part of the reason um, this kind of motley group of us can afford this is because we get to stay for free in KL. Yeah. yeah. So. so thank you. Thank you so much. Um, let's, uh, let's go play way too many escape rooms. Let's do it. Every Game in the City is a podcast on the Idle Thumbs Network. We recorded season one in a hot bedroom in Patalingjaya during the summer of 2018. Our theme music is a cover of Seiko 4 by Yasuaki Shimizu, a piece he originally composed for a wristwatch commercial in the 1980s. You can find us on the web at everygameinthis.city, as well as most social media networks and podcasting platforms. Next week, we'll launch our first full episode, which will introduce the team and dive into a series of escape rooms at Burjaya Times Square.